Hey guys and gals, welcome to the lab. I'm Kelly Jankowski. And I'm Joey Koenig, and we are just two college students with big ideas and low incomes. Every week we'll be discussing a new concept that could better your everyday life. We're hoping that someone listening to this podcast can bring these ideas from our lab to a real one. Welcome back, you guys, to another week of the lab. Um, I'm so excited you came back because, as you all know, last week my idea was a little... Um, Joey, what would you call it? Um, misguided. You know, like, like, right idea, but like, maybe not the best delivery. I'm so glad that you said that, because this week, you will 100% (laughs) categorize my idea the same way. Now I'm nervous. I'm so glad. You're giving off, so you're currently saying right now, that the first 10 minutes of this episode are going to be similar to the last 10 minutes of the last episode? Exactly. So this idea came from my friend Jonah. Um, but he did give me this suggestion. And I'm going to call it the greenhouse gas bubble. The point of this bubble. So we came up with this in like a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Um, we were laying out on the quad of our school's campus and it was like the first 80 degree day of spring and we were so excited it was warm out and we're like god if only every day could be this warm and then we're like well that's climate change and then we're like what if what if we could each have our own individual bubbles that could trap our greenhouse gases gases and warm us up during the cold months of winter and walk around in our little greenhouse gas bubbles, find a way to filter the air out so that it's not toxic to breathe, but almost like a personal solar panel that'll just like store it within your bubble to keep you warm. And then it would recycle climate change so that the greenhouse gas isn't in the atmosphere, but your own personal atmosphere. You are starting off so strong. Um. Okay, so I have some ideas for how to potentially make it work, and I have a lot of concerns. Okay. So, concern one, you already kind of talked about of filtering out any gas that we cannot breathe so that it's not toxic. Correct. Um, now, the problem with that would be that typically it would be carbon dioxide that would produce the greenhouse effect um, and therefore the base of your entire idea. Um, now, I have, a, I have a rebuttal to that. I have a dispute. Okay, well, I, I already have an idea for fixing it. Oh, go ahead. Say your so idea and I'll tell you my maybe, idea. Maybe it could work if you had potentially maybe you could have separate layers to it. Um as in, like, your the first layer of the bubble would just be your oxygen, but then, like, another, like, little, like... So I'm imagining a bubble inside of a bubble, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second tier could keep in the carbon dioxide, but, like, you wouldn't be breathing it, so... Then that way, like, you're still getting the effects of having the greenhouse effects... But also, you don't die. Yeah. 
Um, then it would just have to also be like an insulated bubble of some kind to better keep heat in. Maybe minimize how much of the greenhouse effect you have to use because if there is a leak from the top layer to the second layer and you are just inside breathing CO2 and mm-hmm. oxygen for a long time, then that would be very bad on top of also potentially having too much heat exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so my idea <clears throat> would be some sort of like, almost like a, like a, like a Vaseline sort of liquid or sort of like gel that you could put like on your lips or around your nose that almost acts like a netting um, so that what you breathe in is limited to those toxic gases. Since that carbon monoxide is what's going to be heating you up anyway, it probably wants access to all of your skin and like the places you want to be warm. And so, like, the harmful part is, like, physically breathing it in or maybe taking, like, a pill that'll protect your, like, mouth from, like, a breathing that in. It'll be, like, a filter. Hold on. I'm just kind of getting an idea of the greenhouse effect just so that I'm a bit more qualified to talk on what we need to do to make this bubble work. Or here's another suggestion is um, completely different. I'm just, you know, building upon this idea. Um, making clothes that absorb carbon monoxide. And so it's like a heated clothing item. And other greenhouse gases, not just carbon monoxide. Because you're not, like, breathing in your shirt, you know? I just don't quite know how I feel about this idea in the terms of... I don't know how I feel about having gases that aren't good for you to breathe in just on my clothes um i know like okay so like obviously the air that you breathe isn't just straight oxygen okay that's fine our body is used to that it's some combination of i think just different noble gases which is whatever fine um but like just straight having that on your clothes i'm thinking of like like you know how like with a like when somebody smokes like a cigarette and like you can smell it on them after i'm thinking mm-hmm. of like that in the sense of like you could smell it on yeah them. but like i so like i think carbon monoxide so one, one of one of like the really bad gases for you is odorless so like that's not the smell isn't necessarily a problem but but the fact that it doesn't have a smell is also a problem and also like it doesn't mean that you're not still breathing it in Mm-hmm. Um, and even like if you get more like an increase in that in your bloodstream that's still bad for you mm. um, so then maybe your bubble would have to be the problem yes, but then again the idea of a leak happening in the top tier of the bubble leaking in when you are essentially stuck with just your carbon dioxide and air um, the mm. maybe I know your brain gears are thinking, but I would just like to quickly say it kind of reminds me of like nuclear power where like, yes, it's extremely dangerous, but sometimes it's necessary to take that risk as long as it's built correctly. Yeah. And you're right. However, nuclear power has people well equipped to deal with nuclear power and nuclear energy and like scientists using it. Well, like this is being made potentially for the average consumer. 
Uh-huh. Made by scientists. Yes, and that's still sometimes bad. <laughs> like, mm. so maybe like your bubble will come with a training manual mm, or a training video. Okay, but even then, being and it would have to have <clears throat> a lot of contract. Like to buy it, you have to like sign a contract, knowing the warnings that like you could die. So you're just preventing a lawsuit. You're not preventing somebody from potentially dying. Well, yeah. Anyway, okay. It's not my fault people are stupid and don't know how to use the product oh my God. properly because they skipped the training video. Ugh. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go with um, maybe not maybe not for this. This is this is What was your what were you is, thinking earlier? What was like getting your okay, what so was like, getting I your was gears thinking, so going? When when we breathe, we produce a byproduct of us breathing in CO2 is or breathing in oxygen is an output of co2 so theoretically okay. speaking if you breathe in enough oxygen during this you could self-power or like self-produce <gasps> perfect you got but too that happy would... about that <laughs> like <laughs> but that would also like hinder like one of the purposes of this being you that don't breathe in that like co2 directly that you're like helping to solve climate change as you're removing the greenhouse gases from the upper atmosphere and putting them more in your personal atmosphere. And then also my concern, right, is where does it all go after you're done using it? Nowhere. That's just hovers. That's not how science works. It just hovers. No. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you have a very multifaceted idea here that's very complex. Um, I would say that it's on a similar level to near you know the the topic the plastic <clears throat> that's how i prefaced yes, it yes i know I and knew it was it. a very good preface but thank you also that idea was also a bit you know yeah yeah anyway so it's funny that you also <clears throat> had something about um you know energy um because my idea is also somewhat about energy mine is a lot less practical, maybe than even yours, which you're saying. Yours is less practical so mine is than less mine. Practi <laughs> <laughs> mine is less practical, but like, <clears throat> it's more so less practical because I don't know energy output numbers and stuff like that required to run basic machinery, which will make sense. Oh, don't worry, I don't I either. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um. My idea, right, is, like, you know how, like, in, I feel like it's more so in cartoons. Like, you see, like, that joke concept of, like, somebody riding on a treadmill or, or running on a treadmill or riding a bike or something like that to power something else. And, like, yeah. yeah. Let's get one of those. Let's, like, make that a home thing and make it so that there's just an adapter that you mm. can connect to different things to run them. Or, like, could you imagine, right, how convenient or, like, maybe even, like, challenging such fun that challenge would be, right? If you're, like, you get a workout from this, but you plug in your phone. So you're listening to music mm. while working out while also charging your phone from mm. working out. You're turning your body's chemical energy into mechanical energy, into mm. electrical energy for your phone, which you are also using for satisfaction mm. and to use more later, Okay. Okay, so like that's just one example of how maybe something like that, <clears throat> if we turned it into an everyday, you know, item, could be mm -hmm. beneficial. I mean, like think about charging. Do you know what this reminds me of? What? 
Our conversation a few weeks ago. About energies and microwaves? About energies and microwaves. Okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of forgot. I tried my best to forget about that because of the whole light versus heat explanation. Well, I was just saying that energy is heat. Yes. And now you're saying energy is energy. Wait, I take it back. Nope, this no, this doesn't relate. No, I quite literally said you'd be turning your chemical energy into mechanical energy into electrical energy. Yeah, so it's kind of the same. I'm not saying energy is energy, though. You're saying take the energy from your run and use it to be energy to be used in electronical things. I mean, yeah. So you're saying energy is energy. No, I'm saying <clears throat> converting one energy into a different energy, but you have to convert that energy into another energy. Right. Right. But that's not... So you're saying, like, if, one energy is... Like, energy is energy, you know? No matter which way it's converted, it's no. all still energy. Just like how energy is heat. But, like, heat's a type of energy. It's a conversion of it. I mean, like... So what we're saying yeah. is energy can be converted into different forms. Yes. Perfect. We're on the same page. I just want to really quickly discuss that that your suggestion was heating food with the sun's heat. Solar power. Mm. Have you ever cooked an egg on the street? No, why would I? On a really hot day? No, why would I? For a science experiment? Why? That's just a waste of an egg. No, you put the pan on the ground, you crack the egg in the pan. Well, you might have to butter it first. You crack the egg in the pan, and when it's like 110 degrees out, well, like that, this is when you do it when it's like 100 something degrees out, and then they, like, the sun cooks the egg in just a couple minutes. You never did that? No. Okay, well, it's a thing, and it just goes to show that the sun can be used as an energy source. Just like how our bodies running on a treadmill can be used as an energy source. I hate this. We are one in the same. I hate we this. We are one in the same. I want... I'm going to go into my bubble. Um, <laughs> Your greenhouse gas bubble? Yes. That's... I'm going to roll it into a, a different time era from, you know, episode two. And I'm going to just... So what, to the extent of, um, like, things could your thing power? Like, could it be used as well, a light source? <clears throat> I don't really know because it depends on how much one person could output. So, like, mm -hmm. obviously you have, like, a marathoner is going to be most likely able, or a sprinter is going to be able to output more energy either over a longer time or in a short burst than somebody who is not one of those things. You know what I mean? Could you imagine, though, like, just not feeling a workout one day or, like, whatever, and all of a sudden your house doesn't have power? Well, like, I'm not saying necessarily <laughs> that, like, you know, go off the grid, live on your treadmill here. But, like, <laughs> I'm saying that, like, you know, having the option to be like, you know what? I want to get a workout in. I want to be good for the environment. I want to produce my own energy. <clears throat> that could, you know, that could team up with, like your gas company or like your like internet company where it's like you can reduce your plan if you physically produce some of your energy. No. I mean like yes, you're you're not wrong, but I hate that because if 
If you don't know, that's but, the business major in me. If you, that is the business yeah, coming out. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, You're so, trying to partner with AT and T. Yeah. So like, if you don't slash can't tell, I'm very much so ether rich anti capitalist. So like, the idea <laughs> of partnering with your company so that they can make more of a profit off of your energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the alternative to only be able to charge your phone? But like. Like, electricity companies are not the, and like gas companies are not the best companies at all. Like, well, no, and I agree. They're with like that. an industry that, like, I trust the least in terms well, of yeah. like something like that. So, like, specifically, I would hate the idea of partnering up with them so that they can use any energy that I provided to potentially make more of a profit off of me. So, maybe you start your own company that's called Do It Yourself. And you provide electricity and whatever, but you're, like, fair to the customer. I'm not a business major. Whatever they provide. Well, okay. The person who's taking this idea Kelly, from Kelly, let's lab. start a company called Do It Yourself. <laughs> Do It Yourself. DIY. Sponsored and, by the lab. Well, because only, like, the only reason I'm, like, saying that is that, like, you don't have, like, the access to, like, tap in, really, to your internet or to your gas to, like, control what's coming from where. So the only way that, like, your energy could be going towards that would be to partner up with these companies. Well, like, I feel like... Unless you started a new one. I feel like if you, <clears throat> like, just... What what I was kind of... What I went into this idea with was, like, just making adapters so that, like, you could plug your microwave in to an outlet that's connected to the bike or the treadmill. And then that way, like, it's just, like, you're not even connected to your gas company. Oh. So, like, a, like a converter. Yeah, pretty much. Thing. Oh. Or, like, a USB. Sure. <laughs> you know how they have those, like, boxes that, like, between different companies, um, like, or not companies, between different countries, like, the adapters? Yeah. It could also be like that, like you plug it into your treadmill and it builds up and then you use it as a converter. You can just put a capacitor on there. A capacitor stores charge. So like, if you wanted to, you... So it's already halfway made. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like if somebody would just really have to combine a treadmill, a capacitor, and turning chemical energy into mechanical. Or mechanical into electrical, which I'm sure is out there because if you like... Literally half of what we do, I guarantee, is based off of turning mechanical energy into electrical. Like windmill, that's hmm. that's what that is. Perfect. So, so, lesson learned is that Joey's finally becoming don't more abstract in his thinking. And I'm slowly becoming more logical in my thinking. All right, and guys, so that's going to end it here for the podcast for the week because can I, can't, I can't do this. Um... <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for tuning in and we shall see you next time you can find us on instagram and tiktok at the lab podcast 21 if you have ideas you'd like to share or just want to follow up on an episode feel free to email us at the lab podcast 21 at gmail.com we hope that you enjoy our weekly rambles and maybe one day we'll see them again